Please listen carefully. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Hypothetical Siblings Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> How did you do? Where did you Where'd, go? Where'd you come from? Where did you go? go? I've been married a long time ago and yeah, I've been forgotten I do. This no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's not actually Cotton Eye Joe. My name's Lainey. It's probably Lainey. Yeah, probably. You don't know. You don't. It could be a fake name. I mean, after last week's podcast, you're probably a clone. Oh. Like, if I was ever looking for a inconspicuous time to replace someone with a clone, it's after they just talked about clones. Mm. Uh, you're no, wrong. No, because it goes from the most obvious all the way back around to being mm. the least obvious because it's the most obvious. It's like when you're walking into a bathroom and you're like, oh, I shouldn't go in the first stall because probably everybody goes in the first stall. But then the first stall is the cleanest because everyone thinks like that. Yeah. Mm. And then I'm like, but everyone else thought like that. So there's just no winning. Yeah, see, I went, I was, uh, do you want to go with your week first? But I, I have like a story that is my week based on. Well, you were going to say it, so just yeah. say it. So I went camping this week. Um, and on my way out to go camping, I stopped at a gas station restroom, which is always a, a magical adventure. Don't blow spit bubbles <laughs> at me. Why'd you have to expose me? Because, don't be gross. Demon. Uh, well, you were just talking about a gas station bathroom, so who's well, okay, gross here's the thing. here? I was, I guess not forced. <laughs> it was the option between gas station bathroom and literally, like, bush, like, side of the road, mm-hmm. you know? So I walk in. And it's a Maverick. Now, of all the gas stations, I feel like Maverick is pretty high-end. High-tier. Okay. At least A-tier, if not S-tier. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, you know, relatively clean. I walk in the bathroom. It looks nice. And then you kind of see under the stalls. There's no one in there. But there's just, like, shredded toilet paper. <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> And you kind of got to weigh your options of like, <laughs> do I want to involve myself in whatever situation this Going is, on, right? Yeah. And so I, it seems like most of the shredded toilet paper, it's a, a regular size stall and then the handicap stall, like one of the big ones. And the second one is behind the first. The handicap is behind the first uh, regular stall. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of shredded toilet paper in that little stall. Let's go to the big one, see what's up in there. So I don't know what happened, but someone had like, sat on the very front of the seat and just leaned forward so there was a a bad angle on it and the whole back of the actual toilet seat was just an issue just an absolute problem yeah that's the sound and so i'm like you know what it can't be worse than this and so i go back to the first stall and there's shredded toilet paper some of which may or may not have been used oh my god and then there's just a sweatshirt just folded menacingly on the ground. And I'm like... Folded? Folded. Oh, not not well. Just kind of like wrapped up in like a neat little bundle. And I'm like, oh, there's some shit going on in that sweatshirt. <laughs> Either literal, literal or meta- metaphorical. And I'm like, because here's the thing. The sweatshirt is involved with whatever happened to me. Whether that is actual shit. Whether it is drugs. But I know I'm not touching the sweatshirt. But the toilet is cleaner. But the ground 
is littered with a minefield. <laughs> and so it's like, so what is your option there? You know, the, the correct answer is to hover over the handicapped toilet and just not touch anything. Um, I would have gone for the clean toilet. And just waded through shit rags? I'd rather my and shoes be dirty sweatshirt. than possibly get some Someone nasty else. shit on Well, okay, me. so I'm, I'm, maybe I'm overselling it. It was like the back third of the toilet. So there was mm. still two-thirds of the front. That's still so yuck. I'd rather deal with yeah. it on the ground. Yeah. That so. reminded me so much of... Did you ever watch Olin Rogers on YouTube? I don't know who that is. He has some just fucking hilarious videos. They're pretty old, but there's one called Ghost in the Stall, mm -hmm. where he pretends to be, like, a ghost while someone else is in the bathroom, and he does all this elaborate stuff to, like, make sure they don't know he's there, like, pulling up his feet, and he crawls into the stall next to him when the other person is, like, looking for him. And he says shit like, run, and... You just have to watch it. Olin Rogers, Ghost in the Star. It is so funny. Oh my god. It is so funny. So that just reminded me of that. I'll fight a ghost. If it if it's the difference between me pooping and not pooping, I'll fight a ghost. What about in the Target bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The Target bathroom's still usually okay. Yeah, because it's, yeah, cause it's yeah. Target. Yeah, Target's like bougie Walmart. <laughs> it is Some might call it Target. Target. Um, so yeah, that was the, the experience getting to the campsite. Uh, the actual little camp trip I went on one night, it was hardly even a camping trip because I was only there for one night. So I got there probably around noon, one o'clock on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Monday. <laughs> and then, um, I stayed the whole night and then left probably around... 10 the next day um it was one of those camping trips though that it's so bad that it goes all the way back around to being good again because you're laughing at how bad it is um it was terribly windy the fishing was awful it started to rain a little bit right um but the solution was good company and not good alcohol, but plentiful alcohol. <laughs> and it was great. It was fine. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, shout out to Olive for camping around with me and her, her dog, Jace, whose full name is Jason, but spelled like a white person trying to be different. J-A-Y-S-E-N? No. Oh. <laughs> Take another shot at it. Go ahead. J-A-C? Yep. Because his name's, his short name's Jace. Yep. S-E-N? Nope. J-A-C-E-N. Jason. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was involuntary. <laughs> yeah. I had a... I, where I work, part of it is getting people passes with, like, their name on it. Mm -hmm. I had a J-A-Y-S-E-N. Which, like, why? And I was like, interesting. Don't no. really like the why there. No. Nope. You know. No. Our dog has a better full name than... Jason. Yeah, so <laughs> turns out that so our mom went to register their new dog's name and his name is Diego. Turns <laughs> out there's a lot of dogs named Diego because Diego by itself in the proper like registry, I don't really know the specifics of it, but Diego just as a single name like Cher was taken. <laughs> was taken, yeah. yeah. So, this poor woman 
is at the <laughs> animal naming place. Presumably. I think it's online. Is it online? I feel like you can do it online. I got this image of her, like, standing at a counter nervously, and the old lady behind the counter <laughs> is like, can we hurry this shit up, right? And she's, like, panicking and trying to think of something. So I was out of cell phone range at the time, so I didn't get any of these texts until I got all of them afterwards. Um, but for those of you Star Wars fans, she decided that the dog's name would be Diego Babu Frick. <laughs> Which, if you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker, um, you should. It's a fun ride. There's a lot of people that have issues with it, and I understand those issues, but it's more critically poor, I think, than anything. Um, but there's a character named Babu Frick, and you know what? He matches the dog. That's a good name for the dog. He, Babu Frick is <laughs> the best character in the whole movie. And when he comes on screen... <laughs> For those of you who can't see her right now, Lainey is beginning to cry with the emotion of Babu Frick. Because he's so cute, but he's ugly, and also he's funny, and that's exactly like our dog Diego. Oh, and I love him. <laughs> so yeah, that was, um, camping trip was good, um. Well, I mean, there's the other thing that happened in my week. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, I ended up uh, breaking up with my girlfriend this last week. Uh, and that's always a, a really hard thing, um, no matter which way you split it. There was, no one really did anything wrong. It was just that we kind of both had to go our... Separate ways, exactly. Um, I won't say more than that about that situation. Um, but, I mean, that sucks, you know, and it's all, it always sucks, no matter what, right? Right, even um, if it wasn't, like, a huge, horrible thing, right? you know. Right, well, in a lot of ways, there's, you kind of wish that it was, right? right? That you wish that it was that someone cheated or did something awful so you could just blow up and walk away and it's very black and white. Um, but it's not. And you know what? I have good friends that I've been hanging out with a lot, right. um, helping me get through that kind of stuff. And uh, it'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be all right. That's just a part of growing up, baby. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. I don't know what that was. But yes, it is a part of growing up, baby. <laughs> that's my advice. Mm. I think that you say baby to ease, ease it. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Temper that edge. <laughs> um. Besides that... We just Literally, vibed. we just vibed. Oh, we went to, so our grandma's tear cake. Wow. Tear, yeah, tear, tear caker. <laughs> I love a tear taker. Our grandma's caretaker's husband's 80th birthday. Yes. Oh, you know what? And so this gentleman, uh, he is and just this old Filipino man. He's very funny. He's so funny. Just in, in like the regular old man funny way, but also just as a person. Yeah. I think he's kind of yep, funny. Yep, yep, yep. And my dad and I are sitting there talking to him, and my dad, being the person that he is, goes, all right, man, you've lived longer than anyone here right now. What's the advice? What's the, is it the sage wisdom for living 80 years on this planet? What, what is it that gets you through? What helps you with life, right? And he goes, little bit of whiskey, <laughs> little bit of whiskey, and Gatorade. Gatorade. And Gatorade. And so we're like, does that mean like Gatorade is a chaser or is like Gatorade what you drink after you've had too much whiskey? 
But yeah, every day, the man says, whiskey, a little bit of whiskey, Gatorade. Every day. That's how you live to 80. That's how you live to 80. You don't know if you can go past yet because you only just turned 80. Yeah, but... we'll, we'll inform you in the years to come <laughs> as opposed, if you want to just aim for 80, that's a good way <laughs> to start. Yeah, it's a great yeah. way to start. Yeah. But that was really fun. It's always nice to see family. True. Especially that side of the family. We don't see them as much as our other side. True. Very true. Um, my week was fun. I had my first day as a supervisor at my job, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Learning stuff quick. Um, getting in the groove of things. Um, uh, other kids are also having their first days ever. Because uh, it's my fifth year there, but they're having their very, yeah. very first days. There's nothing quite like watching a 14-year-old do a job <laughs> for the first time. There was this one work girl. Yeah. And she girl. she was helping close the park very end of the day. And, um, you know, we're trying to find her and the other kid who's doing the same job to send him home because it was super slow. Mm-hmm. Very end of the day. Mm-hmm. And we radio our boss, and she's like, oh, that person has been sitting at the break table for half an hour. And we said, uh, what? So, uh, go back there to talk to her. And she's like, oh, well, you said I couldn't clock out until five minutes before my shift ended, uh, and my legs got tired. <laughs> and you said, you said, so you just decided to stop working. She just stopped working. She's 14 year old, uh, years old. I don't know if it was her first day or not, but said, ah, oh, my legs are tired. Because that's what you do I'm, when I'm you're done. tired is you stop working. Right? I'm done. <laughs> we said, oh, well, well don't, don't you're going that. home anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like. There's just weird stuff like that where you're yeah. like, well, okay, well, don't do that. Yeah. What's the, what's that logic? Like, I know well, it's your first uh, job. Well, that's the thing is if you don't know. Right. So weird, though. Because like, if you've grown up in an existence where if you're tired at work, you just take a break. You just, you sit just, down for a you little just while. take a break. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> it was so weird. Oh. Uh, but um, other than that, it's been really good. The attendance has been really low, so it's been pretty chill. Yeah. This weekend, it's probably going to be more, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, I got to paint our two boy cousins' uh, toenails. Really? Yeah. It was great. They loved it. They picked cool colors. Like, were they separate colors? Like, was it one, like, they chose green and it was all green? Or was it like, so the these young... nails, these colors? No, the younger one did all, like, a navy blue, and the older one decided to do blue and red alternating. Good. Mm-hmm. And why did this come about? They were just like, hey, paint our nails? Well, because they had their nails painted already because our aunt was doing it, and they were like, me too. So sure. they had their nails painted already, uh, but they were chipping off as it does. Yeah. And they were like, Lainey, will you paint our nails? And I was like, hell yeah. That's so interesting. And it was so cute. While I was doing it, the older one goes, did you know there's not such a thing as boy colors and girl colors? <laughs> and you're like, and yeah. I was like. You said this is the most woke eight-year-old that's <laughs> yeah. ever existed. Literally, I was like, yeah. <laughs> my favorite color is blue. <laughs> and then the younger one goes, my favorite color is blue. And we had a high five. It was a really sweet moment. 
I was like, break oh. gender roles and high five over your favorite colors. <laughs> That's a podcast title right there. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Also during Pride Month, which I was like... You said, wow. This is just hitting home, this is, man. This is so appropriate. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Love woke small children. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, though, I mean, haven't done a lot. Seen some people just working, mm-hmm. making uh, slugs out of beads for my friend. Mm-hmm. As uh, one does. As one does. I got a request for a turtle, so I'm going to have to learn how to do that. But That feels significantly more complex than a slug. Ah, kind of. Once yeah. you learn how to do it, you can do anything, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's just like one of those things where it's like... You... Dragon. <clears throat> do it up. No. Make, make it so. <laughs> I'll end you. What's it? Was it? <laughs> what is it? Um, Star Trek? Make it so, Mr. Spock. I'm not a Star Trek fan. I'm not really a Star Trek fan either. I want to watch them, though. Oh. There's a lot of weird 70s, 80s, 80s. A lot of weird bullshit happens in those shows <laughs> that I feel like I need to go back and just understand. All I know is the one episode where they save the whales. Yes, they go back in time or something to yeah. steal whales to bring to the future. Or, yeah, or, no, they like save the whales from extinction or something. Mm. That's all I so know. So it's basically like that one show where they're like legal eco-pirates and they just throw flashbangs and shit at whaling boats. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> There's a show. It, I don't remember what it's called, but it used to be on like the Animal Planet or Discovery Channel or something like that. And these people are like, I don't know if they have any actual qualifications or if they just decided to be like pseudo eco terrorists, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's not like government funded. Like they're just a private militia basically, <laughs> and they use like flashbangs and a bunch of non lethal stuff to go and harass fishing boats or whaling boats because they're trying to save the whales. Wow. And so they just, like, ride up in their little dinghy next to, like, this big fuck-off Japanese fishing boat, and they're just, like, throwing flashbangs over the side. Like, get the fuck out of here! Maybe it doesn't count because they're in international waters. I don't know. There's weird laws in international... There are no laws in international waters. Right, well, that's probably why they can harass them with flashbangs. Yeah, but then sometimes, like, whoever they go harass just has actual guns and, like, shoots at them, and it's just like, get the fuck out of here! And they're like, oh, I guess. Yeah. I've had a lot of dreams about whales recently, but all different types. Mm-hmm. Blue whales, killer whales. That's it. Yeah. But I think <laughs> there's, like, something where they do to gum up the motors on their boats, too. So they'll, like, throw a net onto the rotors so that the boat just can't function. That's... We love eco-terrorism. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Are you sure, you want, are you, sure you want to publicly support eco-terrorism? Yeah, we should not publicly support eco-terrorism. Just privately. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go for saving the whales, but... But don't terrorize? Yeah, but don't terrorize. Well, what is terrorism? Terrorism doesn't have a definition. Why are you asking what terrorism is? <laughs> Did I just kind of sound like that one girl from Big Mouth? The blonde one? Yes, you did. Tiffany or something. <laughs> sure, I don't know. <laughs> Bethany. Nick Kroll know. voices her, though. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I love Nick Kroll. I 
also love Nick Kroll. That's what, a good one. What a good person to share your name with. How are we doing on time? I feel like we've been just rambling for a while. No, not that long. Oh, wow. We really haven't said that much. I feel like we've been spouting all sorts of bullshit. Yeah, we have good bullshit This today. is good bullshit. Good bullshit energy. Gold, yeah. Gold bullshit Gold energy. <laughs> Golden wind. Somebody I know says assault. Assault. Assault? Yeah. Are they not from here? Like, no. is that an accent thing? No, they're from here. Specifically, re- where we are, too. Because, <laughs> um, like, I, I know a kid that said bag instead right. of bag. Canada. Is that a Canada thing? Sure. I feel like it's like a Missouri thing. That's weird. I don't know. No, I think it's Canada. I because think that's where his family's from. Because my one of my friends from high school says that, and I think she says sorry, and she says how do you say pasta? Pasta. Pasta. She she says pasta, and it's her dad. Her dad is Canadian. Hmm. Interesting. Hello whack. Hello whack. Hello whack or whatever. Freaking. <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird energy. Um. I have this thing of water that I got, and I think it was a bad bottle of water to get because it has one of those screamy caps on it. What did you just call it? Screamy cap. What the fuck is that? Because they scream. You drink and then they scream. Oh. So, like, you, you do one of these and you're like... <laughs> you know, and it yeah. just screams. Yeah. The, uh, I had to stop bringing those water bottles to school because one person I knew who was uh, kind of annoying uh, just used it to squirt people. Yeah, that's fair. And I was like, why... And I was so afraid of getting in trouble in school. I'm still afraid of getting trouble, ever. Well, well now you're a, an adult that can go to jail, so that's right. probably a good idea. Right. But, like, I mean for stuff like that. Like, just low-key stuff. I'm like, why I don't want to get let, in trouble. Why would you let this person steal your water bottle? Because it was a st- It was st- stealing! I didn't why, let it why, happen! Why would you allow this? <laughs> was it just, like, on the side of your backpack and they ran up and took it? No, my backpack didn't have those, so I you... just... Beat his or her ass. I, I just carried it around and put it on my desk. Get the get the squad and just form a human shield. Also, it was in... Alternatively, just bust this man. <laughs> just put him on the ground and stomp him out. Also, it was in either calc or stats. I don't remember which one. But mm. the same teacher for both. Yeah. And he is... I feel like that's an understanding man. Yeah. I don't know. For you, at least, because you're a good kid. Yeah. He'd he... be like, hey, Shathid. Yeah, get he, out of here. He really likes me. Yeah. Because I'm the best. You're good at math. You did not like me. I was <laughs> not good at math. I also painted him um, a ship at the end of the year, senior year. That's lovely. That was kind yeah, of you. On a card. He said, here what you go. What nature of ship? Sailing? Yeah. Like an old one. Cruise though. liner? Yeah. Like, like yeah. one you'd see in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Gotcha. Yeah. Because there was a problem... In his class where... That involved boats? That involved ships. Hmm. Yeah. Calculus and ships. Excellent. Yeah. And I said, if I can prove that... So, the commander of one of the ships was General Nelson or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, if I can prove I'm related to this person, can I have an A in your class? And he said yes, but... Turns out we're not. No. I asked mom. I was like... Hey, where are we? Hey, are we related to Commander Nelson? No, She's probably no. like, who the fuck no, is that? No, I was like, where are we from? Because he was from some specific somewhere, I don't remember. And she said, we're Dutch or whatever. And I was yeah. like, fuck. He said, damn it. Damn it. Not- oh, I guess I should have asked dad because Nelson, but. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a whole weird Italian thing, though. Yeah, or I thought it was Portuguese. Whatever. Portuguese. I don't know where the name is from. 
but that's an Italian-Portuguese mix. You ever wonder, like, I know we've had this conversation before of, like, face reveals. Have we talked about face reveals and how yeah. they're always disappointing? Um. Because the person is never going to look like you thought they looked. You thought, yeah. Right? Do you, do you ever wonder what people think that we look like? Yeah, we talked about this before. Have we? Yeah, because um, we were talking about how our voices sound. Like, mine mm. is pretty high, so they might be expecting a smaller person. But then I said, oh, but I'm 5'7". Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Should we just yeah. give our dimensions, not our <laughs> ethnicity or origin? I kind of or... feel like people have guessed our ethnicity. I feel like it's pretty clear to hear. Yeah. You know? Like, there's a, another podcast I listen to, and one of it's two guys. One is white and one is black. But the black guy has, quote, a white guy voice. Um. Right? And so he also will commentate for video games, like tournaments and stuff sometimes. And he's been approached by the director coordinator of those tournaments before and he's like do you think he could maybe like be a little more black and shit like that because he just sounds like a white guy but they're like it's fun when you get the black voice that's all popping off and going crazy and stuff like that and gets more viewers or whatever it is uh and in his own words he's like oh, okay so dance monkey dance yeah what right. a sh- what a shitty thing to I ask know. of somebody i know like you Be more of a stereotype, you right. fuck. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, like, also, I was watching a show that's, um, it's fictional, but it's about, like, Hollywood uh, after World War II, I think. Sure. Because apparently a bunch of people came home from the war and were like, I'm going to be an actor now. Yeah, because what the fuck else do you do? Right. But, um, it, one of the characters is a black woman, and, like, it's they keep asking her because she keeps getting roles as like maids and servants and when she does it like more eloquently and like a real fucking person and it's like hi how are you whatever they're like oh could you play it more funny and they she like speaks with like a more southern accent and like fucking trips and shit and then the director's like oh that was perfect what a goofy kooky black person right and it's like Fuck off! Fuck off, indeed. We love the 50s and yeah. systemic racism. Uh... <sighs> That's the sound. That's the sound. All right. I think we can start our topic for the day. Yes. For the, for the week. For the, for the week. The week. The week. Yeah. Do you know the way? The way. I, I need to get my VR headset so badly. Because I need to be immersed in the filth of the internet. That's not the uh, topic of the week, by the way. Not. The topic of the week is it's not VR. How to get or, a VR Or set. to get immersed in Ugandan <laughs> Knuckles' dank memory. No, the topic of the week is, what if you die and you just are a ghost now? Yeah, what if you're a ghost now? What if, so you, you die by whichever means, and then you are now a, a ghost a phantasm, a specter that is now lingering um, between the mortal planes and the ethereal. <laughs> so, I don't know, because it depends on what rules for being a ghost you're functioning under, right? Because there's a lot of... I was going to say fictions. I think ghosts are real. Interesting. Do you not? <sighs> I don't know. You don't I, know what you think? I don't know what I think. Because, like, sometimes people tell stories and you're like, oh, you're shit, like, that's yeah. a ghost for real. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, but they're just making it up. 
But then I watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, like, and, like, some freaky ghost shit happens and I get goosebumps yeah. all over my body and I'm like... Well, so how do you explain mm. Bobby? Explain to the audience who Bobby is. Bobby is the ghost that follows me around. But, you know, have I ever told you the origin story of Bobby? No, I don't think so. I was at my friend's house and, um, with another one of my friends, so there's three of us, and we were playing this game called, like, Wii Playground or something <laughs> that's really old and fucking just <laughs> hilarious and so fun to play. And there's a character named Bobby who mm-hmm. looks like a fucking NASCAR driver, <laughs> but he's a child. And I, whenever I get the, like, shivers, you know, just randomly, yeah. I'm like, that's a ghost. So I named it Bobby, and <laughs> and I say I said that when he died, it was because he was a fan at a NASCAR race and fucking like choked on a hot dog and just bit it at a NASCAR race. So Bobby is a NASCAR ghost. Yes, but he's made up. Excellent. But it's fun to tell people that a ghost named Bobby follows me around and watch them be kind of like. <laughs> think you're what either crazy or be like, oh god damn, this girl's got a ghost. Yeah, for real. yeah. Um, so I don't really believe that Bobby is real, unless it's one of those things where, like, I've talked about it so much that it's become real. You know mm, what I mean? I get you. You've spoke it into being. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think ghosts are real. I don't know to what effect mm-hmm. ghosts are real, um, but depending on what rules you are following uh, in terms of how ghosts work that's either like a you know you're here for a while until you have some unfinished business that gets solved or there's some stuff where it's just you're a ghost forever good fucking luck yeah in the show Supernatural um, people become ghosts because uh, when they when a reaper comes to like cross them over to the other side whatever that may be Mm -hmm. um, they refuse and then, like, they can never go to the other side, and they're just a ghost forever. Why would you refuse? Because you have unfinished business, or one of one time there was an episode about a kid who was a ghost and was like, I don't want to go to the other side. I would rather languish in whatever afterlife there is and be like, damn, should have finished that shit on Earth, than stick around for however long. Because it'll get right. solved. Whatever it is is going to get solved eventually. Right. And then you're just fucking stuck there. And then you're stuck there for literally eternity. Like, what a stupid-ass deal. Right. Like, what kind of dumb-ass fuck, you know? Right. Um, So, yeah, I think being a ghost would be the worst, most awful, Mm -hmm. you know? Are we... Do you think that if you were a ghost, you would have to practice to get your abilities? Because, like, I feel like... Obviously, some ghosts are, like, more powerful than others. Sure. But there's got to be a reason for it. Mm -hmm. So do you think, like, maybe the angrier you are or, like, the more emotional you have more power? Or is it, like, I just have to fucking sit here and practice? No, I think it's something having to do with the will of the the spirit, right? So if you're, like, kind of a dejected ghost and you're just like, like, you can, like, shuffle some stuff around, knock over some papers. Yeah do the thing where Bobby, like, flies through you and gives you the shivers or whatever. But I think if you want to be, like, throwing books and, like, banging pots and pans, like, you got to be pissed about something. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that they say in Supernatural is eventually, like, all ghosts turn into bad spirits, even if you decide to stay for, like, quote-unquote good reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, 
eventually you'll just be so like frustrated. Yeah, you're because frustrated you're there and, for and ever, crazy. Yeah, right. That you absolutely do bad things. No, I totally believe that. Um, the other thing is like we say ghost, but ghost is like saying uh, canine. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then you have your poltergeists and your specters Spirits. and your revenants and your yeah, exactly so the other thing is like being a ghost is kind of generic in that you just like are a thing that doesn't really have a physical form and you fly around and are ethereal right but then there's like a, a poltergeist where it's like you are particularly malevolent or you're right. a, a specter and you are you know whatever is that like seeing specter like right yeah so yeah. you are a, a a vision basically right. or like i feel like a spirit is more like somebody who like kind of reminds people of them mm. but like in cool or gentle ways you know interesting i think something along those lines is probably true mm-hmm. <laughs> side note i didn't know that alcohol was referred to as spirits ever oh really yeah so... i learned it from ed sheeran <laughs> um, but in the book The Golden Compass there the main character finds a polar bear that she's trying to have help her and it keeps distri- describing him as sitting behind a bar drinking excess spirits and so I got this image of like this polar bear with a vase full of souls that he's just sipping on oh my god and I was like this is weird and fucked up but it's kind of cool <laughs> like holy shit you know weird and fucked up. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. And that's the other thing is like to what, because obviously they're not physical, quote unquote, but they right. can interact with physical objects. Right. Because the whole thing is that they're between mm-hmm. uh, planes or whatever, the, the mortal and ethereal or mm-hmm. whatever. So like they get the advantage of the ethereal by being able to just like fucking walk through walls and shit. Right. But they also have some advantage, some influence on the mortal realm. Yeah. So, let's also come back to... So, they're, like, semi-physical, right? Right. So, let's come back to the origins of ghosts. So, do you think it is something where you choose to be? Or do you think you have to have some type of unfinished business? Or there is something that binds you here unwillingly? Nope, I think that there's got to be something to bind you. Because, like, the the... Just ghosts existing mm-hmm. implies an afterlife. Because, Does it? Yeah, I think so. Because, well, actually, in the way that I was thinking, okay. yes. Actually, I kind of think... Because what if that is the afterlife? afterlife? Is that you just get to hang around the same place, right. but now you're just in a different form. Right. Ugh, that's so hard. Because at first I was like, yeah, it does, because that you're like... There is something that went wrong. Right, or like, and you have like a soul, because Mm -hmm. that's not your physical body, it's not your brain. Right. So there implies that there's something more than just like physical whatever. So I feel like it does, but you're right, what if that's like, that is the afterlife, is you're just a fucking ghost. Exactly. That's so weird Mm -hmm. to think about, because I feel like it could go both ways. Um, But... I feel like ghosts just based, mm, this is so hard. Uh I kind of feel like you do have to have some unfinished business. I agree. Whether that be benevolent or malevolent. Right. (laughs) Um, 
because like you know people tell stories of like um things happening that they kind of feel like their loved ones who have passed orchestrated you know right um like i was listening to my favorite murder and people write in stories to them mm-hmm. and one of them was um this woman's dad passed away and she went to the beach where they always were and um, like there's only one entrance and she was sitting pretty close to it and just kind of watching the sunset mm. and all of a sudden all the hairs on like her body just stood up and she was like super freaked out and she was like I just need to leave um, and when she was going to leave her name was written in the sand but she was like I'm gonna cry right. <laughs> but she was like by the entrance and there's only one and mm-hmm. she was the only one there and her name was is like Katie, but it's spelled Strangely. particularly. Yeah. And she was like, "There's no one here that just would have got that." Uh huh. And she was like, "It was my dad." And I was mm. like, "Stop, stop! I have chills." Right. So, um, that could be some kind of unfinished business. I feel like you yep. know, finding some closure or something. Right. Um, but also then there's like shitty stuff. Like I got murdered. Right. Like I think that. There has to be, whether or not it's unfinished business, there has to be some type of great emotion surrounding mm-hmm. your death. Um, there was a, a book that I read a long time ago, and I forget the author and the title, so for those of you that are trying to look it up, sorry about it. Um, but it was about a brother and a sister, and I don't think they were twins, um, but they died in a car crash and became ghosts. Now, in this particular fiction, anything that is surrounding something's destruction. So the death of a person is a thing. And if there's particular emotion or there's a lot of care, right? And same thing, you're like kind of walking towards the light, but then you get freaked out and turn away. Now you're a ghost. But there's that emotional aspect to it, right? Right. But everything, every object can have that same thing happen to it. But it happens to it by default if it has a lot of emotion surrounding it because there's no afterlife for, like... Cups? Yeah, exactly. So, but everything that becomes a a ghost, quote, they can then interact with like it's a normal object. That's cool. So, every time that there's, like, a a birthday, for example, there... And it was, like, this loving, like, mother-made-a-cake type deal. All the ghosts would go and hang out at the birthday hoping that they would drop the cake because it would become a real ghost cake that they could eat. Eat. Right. That's kind of really interesting. I know. And there was still, like, the ghost powers and stuff like that, like phasing through walls, is the same thing. It's like a, a question of willpower and believing that you can do it. Uh-huh. So there was a evil ghosts that had been around for a while that lived in a pickling factory. <laughs> And had, like, a bunch of henchmen ghosts, and if you came to him for, like, information or, like, kind of a job of the hut type deal, mm-hmm. and you didn't bring something to him, he would have them put you in a pickle barrel <gasps> and lock you in there. And now, and then over time, the other thing is that you lose an idea of yourself because you can't see yourself. Mm-hmm. So whatever you think you look like, you, you begin to, to look, look like, like, right? So, like, the pickle jar guy looked like this big grotesque ugly monster because he kind of felt like it right um and then so there were like people that he'd like spill out of the pickle barrel and there are these like amorphous blobs that are just jabbering because they have no contact and haven't seen themselves or anything dude that's crazy isn't that awesome 
I really like the idea, though, that something, like, becomes sort of like a ghost. Yeah, there is a, there is a spirit right. in objects. Right, because, like, you can appreciate something right. so much, or I guess hate it, if, right. if it's just pure emotion, that, like, it fucking sticks around. And so the same thing would happen with, like, animals, right? right? So there would be, like, a dog, or sometimes there would be, like, a... Like I, I feel like I remember something about there being like a stag, like a deer, that was just like, so there, that's where you get kind of the idea of like spirits of the forest is because it's like somebody at some point either saw that deer or had some kind of moment with that deer that was emotional enough to keep it around. Yeah. You know? That's so interesting. I've always liked that though, because I, I like the, the idea that there's you can imbue something or, mm -hmm. or make it more lasting by feeling strongly about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also I think that that's kind of really valid of like how ghosts are. Mm -hmm. Cause obviously like, I guess people have proved it, but I don't, I feel like I can't trust it. I don't know. Well, cause here's the thing is the people that always go and find ghosts it's always, like, super circumstantial, and there's weird, like, they're not really scientists, but they have done a lot of, quote, research and stuff about how you can detect a ghost, right. and thermals and stuff like and that. And EMF and stuff. Exactly. And, I, and it's always done for, like, reality TV, and it's like, they don't want to not find a ghost. So they're just going right. to have Jimmy the intern right. scurry off in the darkness <laughs> and rattle some fucking pipes. And they'll yeah. be like, and then the guys in the show, they're like, I don't know what that was. Right. Right, because I don't know that they made Jimmy the intern sc uh, scatter off and do that. Right. So. Well, and there's also, like, a lot of people in grief tell stories about ghosts. Right. But, like, people don't believe people in grief a lot because a lot this traumatic fucking thing has right. happened. Well, I mean, if you get worked up enough, you could just have hallucinations. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because the human brain is so complex that like Fucking you can crazy just crazy powerful right you just make stuff up right so i feel like we'll never know you know for for real yeah but i think that i would prefer to not know and leave it a little bit of a mystery not just because it's more interesting but um i was telling you a couple months ago i think you and mom about i saw something where it was a book and the idea of the book was that science somehow proved there was an afterlife Right, they're like we. It's there, like there is a pocket in the earth that contains oh. a lot of this particular type of energy, and we are now communing with individual people, right? And as soon as the hard science hit, like half the world was just like okay, and just blew themselves away, right. like started throwing themselves off buildings because right. why would I suffer? Yeah, why not just go to the afterlife, right? Right. Um, and it was about the people that have to fucking function on earth and like clean up the mess of everybody fucking like four it. billion bodies right. exactly well and that brings like people who are angel angels of death or whatever that like are killers right but are like oh i'm putting them out of their misery to like a whole new fucking level exactly because they're like proof. What? yeah they're like no i'm just helping you out like right. you want to go you're just too scared to go so let right. me just end it Do for it. you yeah. yeah so you're right i don't think that we should know definitively that there is an afterlife. Right. I think that the whole part of the human experience is like not knowing 
what's going to happen and like coming to terms with that in whatever way that you Mm -hmm. do, you know? Absolutely. Um, but if you were a ghost, would you like fuck shit up? To some extent. Like (laughs) I have enough mischief in myself that I would be like, I'd like probably knock some things over. Not like to break them, but just like make some sounds. Yeah. Make people get a little jumpy. Be like, what was that? And you're like, you don't know. It was me. I was was here the whole time. It was fucking me. It was me. I'd be like the ghost equivalent of like a house cat. (laughs) Is what I would be. (laughs) Yeah, you just, like there's a glass and you just like push it off the Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think that for me it it would depend when I died. Because like, if I just died tomorrow. Yeah. I think it would be a lot more tragic and so much more grief in it than if I was an old woman because if I'm an old woman it's like I lived a full life and you're kind of expecting it you got to do plenty of shit right and and then if I was an old woman I'd be like haha like like, let's get some some more shit in here let's go (laughs) yeah but if I was like really young I'd be like I feel like I should leave them be because it's already really upsetting sure you know you right. want to just separate yourself as much as possible to make the pain go away faster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, people who have to watch their kids die, I mean, that's just really fucked. I can't imagine. Yeah. So, I wouldn't want to do that to our parents. Yeah. No fucking kidding. <laughs> Ugh. Although, I might stick around to watch you get tattooed for me. Oh, that's true. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast No, before. I don't think so either. Um... Lainey and I have a an agreement that should one of us die early, the other one has to get a tattoo of the other person's choice. Now, Lainey has decided that I would get a tattoo of a Pikachu with angel wings smiling and kind of like floating up to heaven, uh-huh. right? Where I told Lainey that she has to get a tattoo of a Pikachu that is sad and looking at a gravestone <laughs> with my name and... Like uh, date? Like dates on it. Which, <laughs> you know... I'm just hoping he doesn't die. <laughs> She's like, I gotta put that shit on me. <clears throat> um, yes. You don't but, have to do that. You can do the happy flying Pikachu. Oh, good. Because yeah, just cause like I don't want to be sad every time I look at right, it. Right, exactly. Um, but that's only if you die young. I don't know. What is young? What's the cutoff? Mm. Like at my 30th, like the day before my 30th birthday, should I off myself just to get you the meme of having to get a tattoo for me? No! Also, I think 30 is young. I think even like 50 is young. Like not a young person, but dying wise, yes, it's that's 50. young. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I you see. know? If we're 50 and I die, don't get a Pikachu tattoo for me. Fuck unless you. you. All right, I guess unless you want to, <laughs> but sure. Maybe I'll already be so yatted that I won't have room for you. That's fair. You have to leave a Pikachu-shaped hole yep. on, like, your back or something. Okay. Will do. If we're 50, you'll be 53. Yeah. And I'll be 50. Correct. Uh Doesn't that seem so much closer in age than where we are now? Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, I think after a while, the age means a lot less. Yeah. Because at the ages that we are right now, each year is a bigger deal. Whereas, like, the difference between a 50-year-old and a 51-year-old is basically nothing. Yeah. You know? At dad. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Love you, dad. Love you, dad. Oh. Um, How are we doing? Great. We are doing great. What else about ghosts? Do you think they have color, or are they, like, gossamer kind of see-through? Yeah, I don't think they have color. They're just white. 
Yeah, in Supernatural they have color, but I think that's just for the effect of the TV show. Is it color like neon, like random colors, or is it are they no, like people colored? It's their people colored. That's fucking lame. Yeah. If I'm gonna be a ghost, I don't want to look like I do now. Well, some of them like look a little bit different, and some of them can like turn into scary shit a little bit. Hmm. You know, there was like an episode about um, Bloody Mary, and I was like, that's just the girl <laughs> fuck, from The Ring. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, but in Supernatural, what's really interesting is, like, they kind of, like, glitch almost. Like, when they, like, you can't see them anymore and they show up somewhere else, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a it's stuttery, like... A, like, like a static Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And they, like, move. So it is, like, like a Hisako thing, like the yeah. ring girl. Yeah, yeah. Hisako, is that the one? I don't know. It's there because there's the girl from the ring, and then there's a, the grudge, and one is Hisako, and the other one's like Yamato or something like that. I know it's not Yamato. Don't hate on me, you <laughs> DMC fans out there. I have not watched either, so gotcha. Because I'm a wimp. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> me too. I'm a chicken. We're not big horror fans, which is funny because we find stuff like this terribly interesting. Right. But we don't like being scared. One of the first hypotheticals we talked about it revolved around scary things monsters and ghosts and but like we i don't the scariest movie that i've ever seen is probably Mm -hmm. like it or it chapter two Mm -hmm. and i don't think those are terribly scary just because Mm -hmm. it's funny there's like such an air of like right it keeps it light right yeah that's interesting yeah um but i think that as a ghost like maybe you devolve a lot. Like if if you're trapped here forever, mm-hmm. like your appearance like devolves. I don't know if it's like would be the same as the book you talked about of like you get to kind of not choose your appearance sure. but like you know um, make it happen kind of. But I kind of feel like it's like being a person who hasn't like showered in a long time. Like mm-hmm. you kind of just start to like unravel. I get you. I get you. What do you think about hauntings and, like, the idea that spirits or ghosts or whatever are locked to certain locations? Mm, I don't know about, like, certain locations. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like almost every ghost lore or something like that is, like, there are ghosts in this house, but they cannot leave this house. Right. But... I kind of feel like that might only be a thing if, like, you have some strong emotional connection to the house. Like, if it was the place you were murdered or something right, like that? Right, the place you were murdered or, like, your family home and, like... You wanted you, to hang out with your family, family and they were still alive, so you're like, I'm going to be here too. Right. And then they die, but then you're so upset about it or something that mm-hmm. you're, you're there. Gotcha. Because I feel like a lot of people in real life, like, ghost stories that I've heard or spirit stories that I've heard from, like, people Mm -hmm. that I know have been, like, outside, you know? And, like, it's more focused on, like, the person that's living rather than, like, a place. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can just go wherever you, like, have a connection to, kind of. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know, because I don't know how... I mean, obviously, I don't know how ghosts do or would work. Um... But I don't think that they'd be... I think there may be a draw to a location because if you're some type of energy, right, that is not a physical form, that you will be affected by some type of force. 
Yeah. Now, whether that is some type of emotional force that draws you to a place in a very simple way, or if it's like there are, I don't think there are hard boundaries. I think it's more soft. Like there is a place that you as an energy want to be, but you don't need to be there. Yeah. It's just that, you know, it is more comfortable to be there. And as maybe ghosts get more like upset or something about their situation like mm-hmm. really angry right. maybe they're convinced that they're like stuck or like i'm so upset that this is the house that i got murdered in like i cannot leave you know mm-hmm. what i mean which is maybe why it came about because like if that's actually how ghosts function and we see or experience that kind of thing in the most powerful form then that's the only way we'd know mm-hmm. that it was a thing you know mm-hmm. like it only happens in this house gotcha uh, and probably the last little bit that we can talk about, what do you think of the idea that certain rituals or items or things like that can summon spirits? So things like oh. a Ouija board or a seance or etc. What do you think is the deal with that? Um, that's really difficult because like, I would never do any of that kind of stuff. Like, I just wouldn't. Even though I'm not sure that ghosts exist, it's like, why the fuck would you bother? Right. Well, and especially, so, like, uh, one of our grandparents um, is particularly sick and kind of going through dementia and out of it most of the time. And before they were like that, um, I was talking to them, and they, they leaned in. They had me lean in close to them, and they go... Oh, no, I was talking about one of our cousins or something using a Ouija board. uh, And they have me lean in close and they go, don't mess with spirits. Our family has a long history with spirits. And I was like, what does that mean? Right. Right? But I don't want to like dig in because I don't want to upset them. Right. But at the same time, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I will never get a straight answer out of that person again. Right. I just have to live with the fact that apparently our family has bad luck with spirits. Right. Great. Excellent. Right. Well, and literally our our immediate family like our four family mm-hmm. unit is very our nuclear family yeah our nu- is very like n- not horror fans yeah like all four of us are just don't like spooky n- shit yeah noping out of that situation yeah um so i feel like we'll never kind of do that you know but ouija boards like i do not understand how that could possibly work Mm-hmm. Seance stuff, I feel like maybe more because I kind of feel like a lot of people like putting energy into doing something like that could maybe, you know, attract a spirit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ouija board, though, maybe it's the same thing, but I don't understand how. I think it has to do more with the gathering of people. Yeah. And that there is some inclination of that there is an attraction to the, the life or there is some type of magnetism to something about a group of people, you know? Right. Um, Especially focusing their energy on trying to connect yeah, with and spirits. If you, like, if you hear a group of people shouting out for you, you're going to be like, all right, and come over, right. you know? Well, and that's the thing is, like, people try to connect to specific spirits, and I kind of feel like that's not how it works. Like, right. I think that it's just, well, you just whoever you, you get. You open the door, and whoever walks through, walks through. Right. Yeah. I've always felt similarly. Which... The other thing about the Ouija board is they say that you have to finish the thing right, or else it just stays it. open. Right. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck no, because yeah. I'm going to get spooked and run away, and right. then I'm going to have an open door. Right, forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw this text post that was, like, two ghosts talking to each other. Yeah. And, like, some group of kids is, like, doing one, a seance or, like, a Ouija board, and they're like, you know, a bad spirit, like, or just mm-hmm. kind of, like, making a joke out of it or whatever, and one of the ghosts is like, I'm going to go tell him I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, which was so funny to me. Like, <laughs> sad, no? And he's like, J- Jerry, no. Like, they're kids. Don't don't mess with them. And he's like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to go write fucking 666 on the wall. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, whether ghosts are real or not, the lesson here, kids, is... Don't be a ghost. Don't be a ghost. Also, uh... We recommend, or maybe just me, don't fuck with ghosts. I'd recommend not fucking with ghosts. Like, if you, I don't know, if you're someone who is a, a person of faith or a spiritualist or something like that, and you feel like there's some type of communication that you can get across, just hanging out, I think that's fine. Yeah. Don't antagonize or open mm-hmm. portals or do anything like that. Yeah. I feel like if you time. are a part of a group of teenagers... Don't don't Ouija board. Don't Ouija board. That's never good. Some fucking Chad is gonna be like, "Hey, you're you're a ghost bitch," and then you know he's gonna get possessed and like oh, kill everybody fuck. or you know. So here's my thing with the Ouija board. Final word on the Ouija board. The best thing that can happen is nothing. Yeah. The worst thing that happens is you let some kind of presence into your space. Right. It's a net loss, no matter <laughs> what you do, you know? So just don't. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make it happen. If you're grieving, just hope that they communicate with you. I feel like you shouldn't go after yeah. them. Or just, like, try and find some closure, right. you know? Or, so, we have a godmother, right? And whatever little things would happen like just weird little coincidences or stuff like that she would always call that a wink right and so whenever something like that happens and you get one of those little winks i always like to think of those as just a a family member that's passed away or a a friend that you haven't thought of in a while some type of energy coming back and just be like hey we're out here we're hanging out yeah you know yeah absolutely so that being said um Normally we would read some emails, but we haven't gotten any this week. So if you would like to send an email into us to ask questions about ghosts or you know toys come to life or shrinking to defeat capitalism, <laughs> uh, then feel free to send us an email and we'll read it on the air. And you can send that email to hypotheticalsiblings at gmail.com. That's hypothetical, H-Y-P-O-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L, siblings, S-I-B-L-I-N-G-S, at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Thank Have you everyone. Have a good week. Have a good week and a happy Father's Day to those of you that are dads in spirit or in reality. <laughs>